Welcome to the No Better Grow Better Show, guys. This is your favorite girl. I'm Jamila, your favorite host. Wow, I just put the whole thing together. But it's cool. Miss Resource, I'm here with my favorite host, Mr. Coquito. Sean, how you doing? What's good, what's good, what's good, guys? <laughs> how you doing? Welcome to the No Better Grow Better Show. And today... We got the lifestyle transformation coach, Mr. Jamal Harding. What's good, man? Things are great. Things are great. Ooh. Outstanding. Like I say, I'm outstanding, still improving. That's my day to day. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I know, you know, we brought you here for a good reason. But before we jump into conversation, we always got in the beginning of our segment something called straightening it out. Right. So straightening it out, we always have a random conversation of whatever we're talking about that we put on pause and bring to the podcast. Right. All right. So we wanted to bring on this topic because you're here with us. And even though this ain't like an argument argument or a talk conversation is remember how we met? It was a guys (laughs) versus girls. I remember that. So let me tell you how we met Jamal, everybody. So we went to the R&B only live uh, live concert mm-hmm. down in Brooklyn. And of course, um, you know, a lot of R&B, good energy. Joint was like really, really dope. So when we was there, they did a girl versus man battle on songs going mm-hmm. back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I had Jamal like right behind me. And we was battling the girls. Do you remember the song y'all had? I feel like it was like Mary J. Um, I feel like it was Mary J. I can't remember. Oh, you see? You see? Oh, she I can't remember. I think it was Mary J. Song. I think she it was even... going down. No, no, no. It was, mm, it was two. Nah. You don't know the song? I'm going to say Mary J. That's so I, I remember our song. <sighs> we had Shy, If I Ever Had fall in love and if i ever fall in love uh, okay. no so me and sean was singing and dancing and then something about jamal's energy behind us or next to us it was just like calling us and we just kept looking at him like oh he's feeling it too and then we slowly started moving towards him like oh no we need that around us and then they started singing together and uh, his friend that he, he was with, me and her started singing together, and then we had a battle. Yep. And the guys won. <sighs> the guys won. The guys won. Like, we, we you know what I'm going to do? For those who are listening to this, if I find the video, go jump into the YouTube. Well, we got the videos. Right? Oh, we got the videos. Go jump to YouTube. No Better Grow Better show on YouTube. <laughs> We're going to put a clip of our battle. Right, <sighs> and I'm gonna let you decide who won, and we also gonna put this on the Instagram. Saying, That's y- what we're y- gonna y- did do okay. too. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, nah. energy. All, all y'all was doing was like swing left to right, but us, we was into it. Why? Because you finally point. learned the word. We had the grab <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the point you, know, the grab. you know the R and B point. <laughs> ah, ah. Ah, we had all of that. The bad thing is and that we, they were actually in sync, and, and it was so aggravated. You can't beat the Nehu. They did. Nehu. They did. They did. They even did the dip and everything. Like. Exactly. Look, uh, I this might be one thing I might actually lose for the first oh, time. 
this is recorded, right? This is recorded. This is recorded. Yeah. You heard that, right, everybody? Yeah. I'm gonna make sure I post this. I said this would be the only one. I don't know us. about the only, but we're gonna I mean, make if clips. You come up against us at one more time again. I'm ready. Let's, I'm ready. Let's <laughs> we so, can, you know we can what? I, I will call Danielle. You're out there. <laughs> your friend is requesting Let's another go. battle. We need part two. And bring your friends. Make sure that they come Ooh. too. I got people. It's like, a, it's like a gang. I got people. Can, can you have a gang fight in R and B? Yep. I don't know. <laughs> yep. I know it's like Battle of the Sexes, but ooh, it's, it's like, like Battle got, of the Sexes. You got served the singing editions. Ooh, so y'all got the first one, but yeah, that's the only one y'all gonna get. No. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you're messing me up. So now that uh, we straightened that out. <sighs> Right. So the reason, not the reason, not the only reason, but so today we're talking about, um, I can't even say fitness. Health. Right. I can't even say health. We're talking about transformation. Transformation. Mm. Right. Lifestyle. So so to give you a little, and you know what, I'll let you talk, but Mr. Lifestyle Transformational Coach with over 20 years of experience Mm. doing Mm. personal training and coaching, Mm -hmm. elite high-performance training, recovery Mm -hmm. and injury, prevention, Mm -hmm. wellness, Mm -hmm. and holistic consulting. So Mm -hmm. that is a mouthful. You still got a little bit more. You're missing some. Yeah. And I'm a a, a nice-looking guy at the top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know no good? No, no good. so just uh, just give us a little introduction about your background and ah. and uh, and in saying this too, like the reason why uh, we follow you and respect you too is because looking at a whole bunch of people who quote unquote are coaches and everything, like they only fall under the heading of a like um, a personal trainer or anything like that. But following you and looking at you mm-hmm. and your results, you do a lot more than that. Right. So before yes. we get into right. the nitty gritty, I definitely want you to introduce yourself and who you are a little bit more. Oh, man. So I'm Jamal Harding. I'm a lifestyle transformation coach. Uh-huh. I'm a joints and muscle specialist. And what do those two things mean is I basically support the people in creating balance in their bodies. Balance. So a lot of times when we go from being unfit to fit mm-hmm. or unhealthy to healthy, that we always hear about people bouncing back to that original space and really hard too, like they crash back there. Mm-hmm. And what I got was when you're going from being unhealthy to healthy, unfit to fit, or even being from an injury to not being injured, there's a mindset shift that has to go along with it. Yep. Because there's a mindset shift that created it in the first place. Mm-hmm. 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 And when I got that, there was that mindset shift I created for myself the lifestyle transformational coaching and the joints and muscle specialists to allow people to have the support in balancing the body out and the mindset as things are going back to the the way we want them to be or to the creation. And you know, and uh, and me and uh, Jamila was talking Mm -hmm. about this, you know, off off screen too, is that that's why like looking at you and following you and looking at the transformations too, like, it's not just about your body, it's your mind, and we're we're a big advocate for that because, you know, as being training small businesses or doing financial coaching, like twenty percent is probably the action, but eighty percent is the mindset. Most definitely. So what is like the mindset shift that you have to tell people 
or you can tell people like from going to unhealthy to healthy but staying healthy ah so it's really it's very individual mm-hmm. that's the thing about the mindset shift is really about getting into that person's world getting really related to what is in their space so um i can give it for myself like when i've gone from transitioning myself from injury to where i feel very powerful about my body um, i used to run track professionally for barbados and when i retired i retired because i tore my pelvic floor mm-hmm. and at the time it was the only thing i wanted to do with my life was to be a 60 meter world record holder that right. was it. so the moment that i knew that that dream wasn't available destroyed it, it destroyed me mm-hmm. and when i mean destroyed me i was in a space where i was like thinking about self deletion mm-hmm. i felt like my world just wasn't anything like mm-hmm. you felt like giving up huh? i felt like giving up on everything, everything. yeah and what i got was I had it that the world owed me something. That mm. was what was in my space. And I was like, I'm not playing a game on this planet. I'm not doing anything full out because until the world gives me what it owes me. Mm. And it's like, that right. was what was in my space. And when I got present to that, what ended up showing up was, okay, I created that. Mm-hmm. And because I created it, now I have the ability to create something different in that space. Mm-hmm. What I created was, well, who am I in this world? When people talk to me, what do they get from me? Right. And I was like, all right. So I started asking people about it. And they're like, well, you know, you're pretty cool with fashion. You know, I really get really great advice from you. Um, you really know the body when it comes to things. So I started delving into these things a little bit it. more. And what started showing up was ways in which I can be a contribution to other people. Right, and it gave right. me this idea of like, all right, well, I do this and I do that. Right. And I do this. And they were all separate jobs and careers that I was, professions I was creating. But you look good was, with them. And mm-hmm. one woman, I had one woman as business coach. And she goes, you transform lives. Mm. Like you transform lifestyles. So that was like your it's superpower, right? Yep. And she was like, let's, she was like, you think they're all separate entities. They're not. They're all one thing. Connected. And as I put them in together, like I started creating programs on how to support people who were like, man, I have an autoimmune. But at the same time, I started to recognize like, oh, your autoimmune is also like, I'll say it this way. Your body is a hologram of your mind. Mm -hmm. So whatever is showing up in your body has been showing up in your thought process for a very long time. That's real. Because it's it's like what they always say, right? Whatever you focus on expands. Expands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you focus on the sickness, the stress and stuff that would go through your mind internally and then start showing outwardly as well. Correct. Correct. Even think of race car drivers. Like when they're like about to crash, they don't look at the wall. Mm. They stare away from the Uh wall. They stare to where they want to go. And a lot of times in life, just in general as humans, we steer towards the wall. We go, I don't want that. And we focus and on you, what we that's want. That's what you talk about. Yep. Yep. And instead of actually going, you know what? I want this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to focus on how in every avenue it would come to me. And then what starts to show up is more opportunities for yep. that. And that way. I want to uh, back up uh, real quick. Yeah, me too. But go ahead. So you go. when you were talking about how you was in that really negative space, and how you realize you had to change your, your mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that turning point for, for other people? Like, what was that turning point for you that made you, that allowed you to see things differently? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what did it take for you to just completely change your mindset? Uh, I would say it was, it, honest, honestly, 
it showed up as synchronicities. Um, so it was, all right, I'm back in New York City and I'm thinking about going to massage school because I'm like, you know what? I love the information that my massage therapist knew about the body. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, the only massage students when I'm Googling are showing up in New Jersey and I'm living in Long Island. Mm-hmm. This sucks. <laughs> and somebody just happens to talk to, at the time, my um, ex-fiance, they happen to talk to her and go, oh, well, you know there's a massage school like right down the street in Huntington. Mm. No way. I go and I look up the school. They're having a uh, open house on, on, I think it's like Saturday. It's Thursday right now. Mm. I'm like, okay, perfect. This is great. I'm going to go down the street, go look at this thing. And when I get there, the dean of the school is the former acupuncturist that I had as a professional runner. Mm. And I'm just like, how are you up mm-hmm. here if in New York? Look we at were just God. Right. Yeah, look at like, God. I moved here in February. I was like, I moved back in April. So now all these things started to line up. And I was like, ah, this, these, the opportunities are always <clears throat> there. You just have to see it. But if when you're in those depressive spaces, you you're so blinders are on mm-hmm. because you're looking at the world from one space right and in that moment it was just that i was i was able to catch it i was able to catch right. the opportunity yeah, so and, for that, those and that's super good so just to touch on that too is like you know because i've been depressed too i've yeah. been stressed too but we just keep on thinking about that same that reoccurring thing right. over and over over again and we got a saying too that like the, you can't have the same level of thinking that created it to get mm-hmm. you out of it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. And usually like when we're stressed and everything, like we have the same level of thinking. And and I seen from what you just told me, like you thought the world owed you. Yes. So you was waiting for it to pay you back. Correct. Right. And um, touching that subject. Right. Is that uh, have you ever read the book you owe you? Never by Eric Thomas. Never. So just mm. just to give you just to give you one point of the book and the premise of it is that what he says is that people walk around like the world owe you, right? But the the world is not gonna give you anything. But Correct. you owe you. So it's your job, especially like when you turn eighteen, twenty one, what it is, it's your job to go out and go get the thing that you need or want or deserve because somebody's not going to hand it to you. Got to work on it. So now, like, looking at that mind shift for you, right, you was in that runt for X amount of time, and then you switched to, like, and and somebody had to come to you to, like, say, hey, that's transformation, which mm-hmm. is pretty powerful. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then now when you start seeking it, then God put the right things in place. Correct. And then you speak about mm-hmm. it out loud. Hey, I'm looking for a massage therapist <clears throat> school. Then somebody Same say, week. go down the block. Mm-hmm. So you go down the block and now, boop, your your athlete trainer was there. So now yes. so now, what happened from there? Ah, so I, I actually enrolled in that program. I, I'll say this first. I just want to touch on something you had said, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was because of all of those things that I had gone through, and I was thinking the same mindset shift, it's almost literally the reason why I created the slogan for my company. Um, my company is Jam CT, which is Joints and Muscles Corrective Training, mm-hmm. and the slogan for it is success is deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's really, that's the reason it was all created, was in that I realized that 
in not being owed anything, success is deliberate. There's an outcome, there's a plan of action, and then there are steps. Yeah. And that's how we get there. <clears throat> to go forward, oh man, so I end up <laughs> rolling into the school uh-huh. in Long Island, and my mentor from high school, like a, a big brother of mine, the way the world S- works. Sandy hits. And mm-hmm. San, Hurricane Sandy hits, mm-hmm. and I'm going to school out in Long Island, and it devastates Long uh-huh. Island. Because it's surrounded by uh-huh. water, guys. Yeah. Right. And I'm just out here like, man, there's no electricity. And he had come back into my life, and at this time, we were kind of estranged. So it's like, oh, I'm not really talking to him. He kind mm-hmm. of disappeared on me. And he goes, yo, we'll come to Manhattan, because it's, it's fine out here. Like, it looks regular here. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I've seen it all. It's uh-huh. flooded all over Long Island. <laughs> Wrong. I go to Manhattan to Upper East Side. This there's it almost looks like Sandy didn't even touch New York City. <laughs> so I'm in the same state. Yep. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, uh, oh my gosh. So he's like, yo, I'm never at home. You can stay at my place. Mm. So I end up staying at his place. He ends up getting me a job at the gym he's training at, and he's actually the manager at the gym. Mm-hmm. One of the best personal training gyms in the country. It's called David Barton Gym, and I start working there mm-hmm. and. All of the trainers are basically like, they might as well be physical therapists. Every single one of them. Mm. They're the top of the top mm-hmm. type of trainers on, in, in the U.S. And I'm at this school now. It's in Long Island, but I'm also now training in Manhattan. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to transfer to the New York or the Manhattan location. Mm-hmm. I'm in this school. I'm at this job. And I'm just sitting there like I'm in awe of the knowledge that all these people have. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, how long did it take you to get here? Like, but knowledge about it. Like, oh, about a decade. I'm like, Dang, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here a decade. I'm just starting. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so I started realizing, but they're all coming from the training's pers- perspective, and that's how they got this knowledge. Mm. Everybody in the school is coming from the massage therapy perspective, mm-hmm. and that's how they got their knowledge. And I'm having mentors on both, both sides. sides. Nice. And I start blending the two, and I was like, I'm going to get where they are in half the time yep. because I'm going to blend the two of these. Mm-hmm. So I created, I was like, I'm going to leave this program or leave this school, and when I leave this school, I'm going to know my body better. I'm going to be able to get myself back into competing again because mm-hmm. I'm going to fix my body. And I'm going to know everything they know in the next Plus four to five more. years yep. and more. So I said, I'm going to create my own form of physical therapy. That was the whole goal. Crazy. So literally, that's, that, that's that's how it started. That's what's up. And then another look, you're, you're speaking <laughs> like nuggets right now. And, and I want people to get this who's listening too, is that one thing powerful you just just said is that, hey, I'm going to get there in four to five years. Right? But mo- but most people are like, man, I need to get there tomorrow. Especially people. I mean, you're from Barbados, but I don't know their mindset. But here in New York, we had that microwave mentality. Oh yeah, where they're like, <laughs> oh, and s- I'm gonna I'm gonna get there in six to six to twelve months. Like, but you're saying four to five years. Mm-hmm. Being realistically, uh, my goal was I was like, I want to get there in half the time. This at was 2012. Mm-hmm. At this at this time, at 2016, so not even, wow, yeah, not even five years, I end up creating joints and muscle therapy, going back down to Florida just to give my fiance and my, and my, do- my daughter, everybody a break mm-hmm. on his visit. My mentor is like, I need you to work on me really quickly because my body hurts. And she's like, I know you just got out of school. 
And she's like, oh my gosh, you're better than half my staff <laughs> and you just left nice. the program. Mm -hmm. Gives me a job. She says, come back in February. I want you to be, work here for a week. I'm gonna introduce you to the Adidas track and field team. I spend that week there and in that week they give me the position. I come back down. I spend the next two years from 2016 to 2018 working for the Adidas track and field team. Look at mm. that. Look at that. Nice. It's nice. like, it was like you give yourself a time limit and you really or a deadline and you actually have to separate yourself from how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I love That's that. Deep. Yeah, because um, most people overestimate what they can do in a year. Yeah. But and, uh, underestimate what they can do in five yeah. to seven. Oh, yeah. 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 And don't get it twisted. <laughs> I'm still victim to this. <laughs> <laughs> but you're making progress. But and you're, you're making progress 20 years in the business. Now yeah. you created Jam CT. And not only like as an athlete, but like you said, massage therapist. Um, you're an athlete. So you can speak from both sides. Mm -hmm. And then that has transformed to, hey, being a coach because that is your superpower yeah well the, the crazy thing is i have my master's in coaching <laughs> Look at that. oh my, my god yeah <laughs> i got my master's from stony brook in coaching and exercise science mm. so what did you originally wanted to do with that because i know sometimes the vision and you know, sometimes the vision changes right so what Man. what did you originally go to school and got your master's for yeah. like what did you want to do versus what you're doing right now all right, so I'm going to give you guys the funny hack on that. <laughs> the hack on that was the only thing I wanted to do was to get out of my mother's house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My master's was a way to get myself out of the house. I was like, this, I've been out of this house for four years, and now I'm back for a semester. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm going back. I'm going to get this master's. They gave me an apartment on campus, mm. and it was my transition into my doctorate of physical therapy. Mm. So that was what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to give me some time as I figured out and took a couple of classes that needed to still be taken to get into my doctorate. And when it was time to now apply for the doctorate, it was like, all right, do I want to spend the next five years in school after just writing this master's mm -hmm. thesis? Mm -hmm. Or do I want to finally realize my dream of becoming a professional athlete? So... <laughs> I gave up the doctorate. <laughs> I, 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 I would imagine for a year, and uh -huh. I ran track professionally for the country, in the country for the mm -hmm. year. And then one of my teammates there said, "I think you need to find a coach in the states." And then I ended up finding like an amazing coach, like one of uh, the, one of the best world class athletes to ever hit the U.S. Dennis Mitchell in Florida, and just the, running into people. But, like, mm -hmm. And then that's the thing. It's, <laughs> it was. Uh, I'll tell you how I found him. I had there was a woman that i had a crush on when i was in high school it's always a girl and she was running at the <laughs> camp that was on that track mm -hmm. i'm not saying her name because she's already married with a kid but, <laughs> <laughs> but um i was like oh, i can go down there and like i knew um tyson gay he was like one of the fastest runner americans in the world at the time and he was running and competing on that track so I went to go see it his like, coach. Yeah, I went to go see Tyson. <laughs> yeah. I went to go see his coach because she was mm. no longer there. She was now at Texas. <laughs> um, you just deep. And I was like, I'm going to go see him. But I was like, how am I going to go meet this guy? At the time, JetBlue was having their decade sale. 
they were having flights anywhere in the world mm -hmm. for ten dollars. Mm, I remember that. I remember that. Bought and, a couple of flights. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, my my um my girlfriend and I we were like, all right, we're just gonna go to Aruba. We go for to Aruba for a day, and we're gonna bring our friend with us. And <laughs> I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm supposed to be going to Florida, and I was trying to figure out how I was gonna get to Florida, mm -hmm. and now I have ten dollar flights. Mm -hmm. Right. And no money. Perfect. That's thirty dollars. <laughs> uh huh. I got these $30 round trip tickets and I go to Florida. I have family in Florida and they take me there. And when I was there, I meet this trainer and he goes, based off of what I know about your body, I don't think that coach would be good for you. I think you would do better with Dennis because he's great at building athletes from scratch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, got it. <laughs> no problem. Financially. It was a perfect match because it went from being a thousand dollars a month to three hundred. Okay. It's like oh, this is great. <laughs> so I go down and I run with Dennis for the next two years, and it basically actually I run for like a year in change. But um, I learn a lot about my body. I didn't get everything I wanted mm -hmm. from that experience because I went down there to be like super fast. I got super strong. Um, I did a ton of things with my body that I never thought possible. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I got injured all the time, mm. all mm. the time. But during the time process, I learned how to take care of my body better than anybody else. I learned the body to a T. So when I left, I had all this knowledge about angles and how the body works, all these different mm -hmm. things that I had no idea I knew until I got into the profession of training and mm. massage therapy. Now, all this knowledge that I thought was wasted, all this time I thought was wasted, became like this holy grail of right. knowledge right behind right. me. So this is this this is a this is a very like great story too, because like most people, of course, of the brown and the black and brown community and stuff like that, like we do things and things like become blurry, right? Like yeah. our vision becomes blurry as we're going or trying to go to something and we tend to give up mm -hmm. because it it's not going as planned i didn't do what right? i wanted to do when i went there and looking I didn't at get your story uh -huh. exactly so now looking at your story nothing's going as planned Nothing. <laughs> nothing's going as planned but Nothing. this is a setup to where you're going because of course right. like we always say it's it's we have a plan but we're on god's plan right mm -hmm. right and his timing correct so even though like your plan was to become this professional athlete, not knowing you was going to get injured, not knowing you was going to become a massage therapist. No. Oh, I like now <laughs> look at you years later as this transformational coach, like yes. doing wonders for people. Right. Yeah. Whether online or in person. Mm -hmm. It's 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 what's interesting is I remember my mother mm -hmm. saying I didn't pay for all this schooling for you to go be a massage therapist mm -hmm. or a trainer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And of course, coming from a Caribbean household, I'm going into <laughs> science. I mm -hmm. clearly started college pre-med. What, like, what most island <laughs> uh -huh. people mm -hmm. want their kids to go to. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to be an anesthesiologist. Because <laughs> <laughs> they pay good money, right? <laughs> right, and that was the only thing. It was because they paid good money. Mm -hmm. And I remember taking Bio 202, at Stony Brook, and oh my gosh, that was the hardest course I had ever taken. <laughs> I and second that. 
and not that that there but yeah i second that (laughs) but it's like i remember it being so challenging and going like this if i'm getting a basically a c minus working this hard this can't be it Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and i remember switching to the health sciences and when i switched to the health sciences i aced everything to the point where people were like we have to study with him because i would make studying fun i had all these ways of like making you understand and remember information so it it became a testament to how i know when i'm on the right path that's that personal Mm. development because you have Mm -hmm. to know yourself and and the mindset shift Mm -hmm. because now now you're happy at this point Mm -hmm. right right and was you happy when you was doing the doctor stuff i wasn't um i was always looking to and i can be very honest with it i was i was on the doctor path because my goal was to make myself so successful that the people in my life who hadn't supported me would be there Mm -hmm. to support me later and I could shun them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was my thought Mm -hmm. process. My thought process was like, I gotta get so successful that when you see me, you now look, think differently, right? That you were wrong about me when I was Mm -hmm. younger. And it, it what changed me, which is, is very interesting was that it was my first semester at Stony Brook. I just finished getting there. Um, my grandmother passes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have to travel to Barbados. My grandma's like huge matriarch, matriarch of the family. And we travel there for a week. I come back, I, my t- all my teachers know, mm-hmm. but this one teacher goes, the midterm is a performance, but we already picked people. So no, you have to write a essay. And I'm like, mm. come on, like all you do is pick people. Like I can right. still be a part of it. <laughs> uh-huh. Nope, you have to write this essay. I write this essay and it gets flagged for plagiarism. (laughs) Do you love delicious drinks that are made with all natural ingredients? Then you're gonna wanna try Coco Vita Coquito, the Puerto Rican version of an eggnog that tastes even better. This delicious drink is made with fresh ground cinnamon, pure vanilla, and coconut, and it's perfect for any occasion. Whether you're having a party with friends or just wanna relax at home, Coco Vita Coquito will give you that holiday feeling all year round. You can get your hands on a bottle right now by going to cocovitacoquito.com and by entering the promo code KBGB to receive 10% off your next purchase. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Coco Vita Coquito's Instagram page. Give them a follow to stay up to date on all their latest deals and events. Don't forget to order your bottle today and taste the richness and the love of Puerto Rico in every sip. Uh-huh. They go, I'm like, I didn't plagiarize the go. Well, we're gonna take you to this hearing. I do the hearing, they go, well, it's unintentional plagiarism. It's like, what is that? They was like, they was like how else could you say the dog died without saying the dog died? I was like, that, well, that's what I'm saying. They're like, well, you should have put quotations. I was like, but that's my summary of uh-huh. what happened. And because of that, it ends up giving me an F. I had to take the Q course. And my mm. mother was like, wow. I'm leaving mm. South Carolina, where I was at school, with a 3-3, grade point average, to now being at Stony Brook, this really prestigious school, and have a one nine, mm. mm-hmm. and she's like livid, right? And because she's like, I just lost my mother, my son's not doing well in school. You gotta get, th- you gotta pick this up. So I start the next semester like on a path, like a, a war path. I'm not in the dorm I want to be in. The dorm that I'm in is like it's breaking Everything apart. Everything going wrong. Everything mm-hmm. is just not going wrong, except, except. I have now transitioned to being big man on campus. I'm at every party. 
I'm at every fashion show, play. Mm-hmm. People want to know me. And I recognize that I was able to get through that semester with friends. I was like, people got me through that semester. Can't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Can't do it by yourself. Uh-huh. When I transferred to that school, my thought process was, I'm coming here to be alone and get my degree. I'm not talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother's pa- passing shook me out of that. The Q course thing, the plagiarism thing, shook me out of that. And now <laughs> for the rest of the time there, I have, I'm like the person to know. I have mm-hmm. tons of friends, tons of associates. Definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it clicked for me. It was like, ah, my superpower is my ability to be social. Because, yeah. like you were saying earlier, you get to this space where you almost start feeling like you're an island and like you feel yeah. stuck and you feel like I got to do things on my own. When the only way success exists mm-hmm. is through Say the it. eyes of other people. Boom. Mm. Nuggets. Message. <laughs> it's like, you're like, I could listen to myself as the dopest person on earth. But until you listen to me as the dopest person on mm-hmm. earth, what happens, it doesn't, it only exists here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's not it making it crazy, impact. right? And I want to add to that. So um, Jamila and I right now, we're doing some coaching with some people. Mm-hmm. And we use, you know, things we learned outside, of course, inside. So one thing we learn as a culture is that in school, ch- um, looking at other people's papers is cheating. Right. 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 But when you come out of that and now start working, start a business and everything like that, we need to work together. Correct. Right. You have to, to collaborate. To go far because alone will go fast. Together we'll go far. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. But then not knowing that when people start to because we work with a lot of small businesses and financial coaching is that people still have that mentality of working alone and mm-hmm. they start struggling and don't know why. Oh yeah. Right. You don't know. So then, so, Oh, so then when we start talking about, well, what we need to do is we need to start networking. But what does that look like? It, it's not just shaking somebody's hand. Correct. Right. We have to add value to people mm-hmm. yes. and people start adding value to us. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. And then we need to start looking at what the sponsorships and partnerships look like. Correct. Right. But now again, People that's been ingrained since first grade. Don't look at other people. You can't help each mm-hmm. other. That's cheating. Yeah. yeah. When now, 30 years later, we need to cheat to get ahead. Oh, yeah. yeah you have to do it together. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to duplicate. You have to do what other people are doing. You have to take what they are doing and make it your own. Like how you took both sides and you made it your own. You have to do that. You cannot just say, I'm going to figure it out myself. I'm going to make my own thing. No. Yeah. You have to use everyone else and build with them. Mm-hmm. We, we love the, as a society, we love the superhero <sighs> um, mentality. Mm-hmm. The, I get to be Batman. I get I to talk it, it all. Yeah. And I have a, a mentor, one of my coaches, and he says this thing to me all the time. He goes, when you get stuck, start looking at who you've been a contribution to this week. Mm. Who mm. have you mentored this week the mm. moment you get stuck? Who have you supported this week? Mm-hmm. Because... What I've noticed, especially taking a lot of these personal development and professional development courses, mm-hmm. is they'll put someone on the hot seat and they'll have a conversation with them in front of like yeah. the whole room of people. Uh-huh. We've been there. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then while you're sitting in the seat, 
you get the transformation that they're getting when they're up there because for the first time, you get to see yourself from the yeah. outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you go, oh, wow, I do uh-huh. that craziness. And then it shifts something for you and you go, perfect. Now I get to listen mm-hmm. to their conversation as I am you and you are me. Right. Type so situation. powerful. Mm-hmm. Now people always tell each other what to do and what they shouldn't be doing, but it's hard for a lot of people because they don't know how to do things. They don't know right. the plan. They don't have a strategy. So having these conversations more, you're giving people that how-to versus just go do this. Correct. I, I always tell people the first thing that we do when I'm working with any client is create a list. I want you to create five to ten people. Mm-hmm. Five to ten people who you can talk to about this topic mm-hmm. or any topic. Five to ten people who can always pick up the phone. So you start ending up with a list mm-hmm. of people around you that are always in your space. So you don't feel alone. Support system. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first thing mm-hmm. you start with. So now once they have that, it's like, all right. So now we're going to create what it is that you want to look like. What is it you want to be like? Who you, who you want to be at the end of this? Mm-hmm. And now we work our way backwards from that. I love that. And yeah. I, because that now happens. it's like when you plan stuff forward, you're hoping, you're wishing, like it may happen. And then what happens if you yeah. run into a roadblock, you go, it's, this, you start taking it as a sign that's not supposed <laughs> yeah, to maybe, work. Maybe it doesn't it work for me. Yeah. But if yeah. you knew yeah. that at December 31st, you were going to have $10 million regardless Mm-hmm. When you ran into the roadblock, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, I guess that's just not the way." Mm-hmm. And you keep moving. And you, keep moving. <laughs> and you have to think because like, like that. I know it's gonna happen. It just ain't happened yet. It's not even the. It's not even not November yet. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I got this. Right. You know? But but what happens is that people pray for it yes. and forget to take action. Correct. Correct. You have but to put the, the work in. Mm-hmm. Correct. And now just uh switching gears just yes. a little bit, but. First time in what you said. So actually, looking at one of your posts, mm-hmm. right? Um, you was talking about discipline. Yeah. And when you was talking about discipline, right? You was just talking about meal prepping. Yes. And and with the meal prepping, what I love is what, what you said is that we, the reason why you meal prep is because you're planning your days ahead versus just winging it. Right. So what does that um, what does that look like, like meal prepping and the discipline and why why people should meal prep? Ah, I mean, well, if you look at like society right now, the reason why we can charge so much for fees with Grubhub and all those types of places is because of the fact that everybody they know everyone's going to eat out. They want it now. It's like in 1960s. Ordering food wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So to order food, it was like people to give you like, if we don't get it there in time, you get it free. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. they're like 28 minutes. Late. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you stole us. And they still want a tip. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you got to pay before they get there. <laughs> and, and you got to pay before they get there. So it's like with me, when it came to discipline for meal prepping, it was like, all right, I remember the days when I would go out to work and I wouldn't meal prep or bring food or yeah. even think about what I was going to eat and I get caught out there randomly yeah. hungry you can't fight cravings mm-hmm. cravings are they're, they're hormonal they're emotional mm-hmm. they're very strong so I end up 
buying like a whole pie or buying a sandwich just because <laughs> I know it's going to make me feel good because I mm-hmm. haven't been, I wasn't ahead of the plan. Yeah. So what I started realizing was like, all right, on the days when I would bring like a pack of oatmeal in the morning, all right, that means I already knew that I was going to have that so I didn't have to go buy the bacon, egg, and cheese yeah. or whatever it is I was going to make or the, buy the healthy smoothie that's like $15, $20. I couldn't do any of that. I was like, I already have my oatmeal here. I already have my fruits. Perfect. That's already set. Mm-hmm. When I had my lunches already set, I knew what time my workouts were going to be. I knew what times I wasn't going to take clients because my lunch was already set there. It already created it created a structure for me by me already having it to eat it as opposed to going, all right, it's lunch or it's about lunchtime. What I'm going to have, I got to figure mm-hmm. it out. Do I want to spend $20? How Just hungry so- am I? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, because I work as a trainer and massage therapist, like people don't want massages midday. They want massages after work. They don't want, there's some people who go, I can't train until after six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So now I'm basically in the space of doing the same thing for dinner. And now I'm like, <clears throat> did I already spend $10 at breakfast, $20 mm-hmm. at lunch, and now it's time for dinner? Yeah. Was dinner gonna be $50? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna do that as well. <laughs> so now I was like, all right, well, at least if I'm prepping breakfast and lunch, I can take my time with dinner. I can say, you know what, well, what do I want to eat in the area? Because of course I'm not going to want to walk around like a bodybuilder with bags (laughs) all the time Uh full of food. Mm -hmm. But it allows me to go, I'm going to financially prep better. Mm -hmm. I'm going to emotionally prep better. And the same time I'm going to actually be ahead of my how I want my nutrition to look. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of times is, this is what's in my space when I'm thinking about my nutrition is this. We think a lot of health conditions are due to the fact that you kind of got the luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. My genetics, my mm-hmm. family, my race, all these things. Mm-hmm. And like high blood pressure. High blood pressure is not a ailment that just happens. It is literally a fix that the body has created for you from a problem you didn't realize you had. Yeah. So what happens is when you have high blood pressure, you have the body goes, every time you eat food, that nutrients goes into the blood. So there's supposed to be a specific amount of nutrients per volume of blood. But when you're, bo- when you're eating fast food that doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of nutrients in it, your volume of blood doesn't <coughs> have a lot of nutrients in it. So mm-hmm. your body goes, well, create more blood so we can have more nutrients. So now that extra amount of blood that your body's created, your body experiences as high blood pressure Mm -hmm. in the valves and in the veins and things like that. And we go, oh my gosh, you're just having too much salt. No, it's your body (laughs) telling you that your your meals aren't nutrient dense enough. Mm -hmm. So I go, all right, well, if I know that, then let me start creating nutrient dense foods to bring with me. So -hmm. when I do have something that's not as healthy or that's made outside, for dinner or when I, or for lunch rather, any one of those times, at least I've put myself ahead of the game. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. so when you're training people, um do you ask these type of questions like do you have high blood pressure? Do you have diabetes? Yeah. So this way you can meal prep or do you just give them like this is the base of meal prep. Just make sure you have brown rice, quinoa, salmon vegetables for this or do you really like what does sitting with somebody 
as far as the meal goes mm -hmm. before we get to the fitness and the weights yeah like what does that look like when you're meeting with somebody as far as the meal prepping goes what's so interesting about that is this i don't give any diet plans i don't give one diet plan and the reason for that, that is this that word you're not gonna get what to eat from me and the reason is because of bio-individuality bio individuality and what that means is your body her body his body my body everybody's body is completely different and we're mm -hmm. going to respond differently to specific foods mm -hmm. case in point there was a client that we had once at our gym and she had a nutritionist and the nutritionist had given her a specific set of um foods to eat combination of things to eat in the morning uh, blueberries granola greek yogurt this all of these different things and for like two to three months this woman would get put through the ringer with workouts mm. constantly and she was like i can't figure out why i'm not gaining weight like i'm not losing weight mm -hmm. like i'm i'm doing the treadmill i'm doing cardio i'm you i'm work you I'm, you guys are killing me five days a week but i'm not losing anything yeah. and i remember us saying like i wonder if like it's like something she could eat <coughs> and it's like you know what she probably just needs to get like a blood test so she gets the blood test F turns out the combination of the granola blueberries and yogurt was creating some type of inflammatory response in her body crazy. so crazy. All that she wasn't losing was just al allergic reaction to what she was mm -hmm. eating daily mm -hmm. so she mm -hmm. stops eating it a month later mm -hmm. she drops like nine to twelve pounds just by eating health i mean eating by, her regular by just, but, eating, but just taking that out she's taking that yeah. out like because she was eating healthier before mm -hmm. she wasn't eating bad she was eating from the nutritionist the thing is when you don't get a blood test done before getting a meal plan you mm. have no idea what your body has allergies wow. to. wow so you can continue to eat these foods and not understand that you're not losing weight or you're not gaining because the th the combination of things that you're can eating affect you can affect you yeah and we don't learn about the combination what we learn is well these foods do this and these foods do that but there's a reason why they tell you not to have melons while you have actual regular food like eating chicken and watermelons is probably one of the worst things to do mm. because the way the body responds is like if it recognizes melons have come into the system it will push off to the side whatever it was digesting prior to digest the melon. melon so now the other thing is so, just sitting in your so system so melons take priority yeah because they're nutrient dense and the body goes it's a, oh, this is what i wanted hold on hold <laughs> yeah. on like, hold on hold on playboy mm -hmm. <laughs> so what i do is i teach people how to eat when you come and work with me i go this is what the body's doing sp during specific times mm -hmm. between 6 a.m and 11 a.m your body's on the detox schedule so all it wants to do during that time is eliminate so what you get to do is support mm -hmm. the elimination process water teas fruits that supports the mm -hmm. elimination process. Then after that, from noon to about four or five, your body's in the absorption process. It wants high, it wants protein, it wants carbs, it wants all of the food the that we stuff. can put in, all mm -hmm. the good stuff. And it's the time where your body has the most amount of time to digest things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When your body's going to sleep, it's about to go to sleep and go to rest. It doesn't want to continue to be digesting things. This is the time for your body to put in carbs, and dark leafy greens. Mm. This is where your vegetables come into like mm -hmm. a real big play. Why? Because now it's preparing your body for, for the morning, morning uh -huh. when you're gonna do the elimination process mm -hmm. all over again. And, and the leafy and you know Mythbusters, right? So you tell me. So because you know the internet has so many things out there, oh, right? Yeah. 
So tell me if this is correct. So from the leafy greens, is it because it has like high in fibers and everything like that? It's it's or? it's more of the chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. It's more of the chlorophyll. It's like you want to get the nutrients from it and the chlorophyll. Like the great thing about chlorophyll is that your body. It's basically what your blood is, except it has. Uh, I think what it is. Uh, I think it's magnesium. It's one of the things because I think we have iron. It's basically this. It's. I think it is magnesium. Is it magnesium? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. Uh -huh. It's like there's like so one element it. that's different. It is magnesium. Mm -hmm. I had to. Yeah. And then it's like for us, it's iron that we have, and because we end up having it, it gives us the magnesium into our system. It actually ends up being one of the best things. Even if you get concentrated chlorophyll. The liquid. The liquid? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Like my daughter had like an infection on her finger once. I just wrapped her hand in gauze and in four days it was like completely healed. Oh wait, so now 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 I got a question. So <laughs> <laughs> right. Um so Jay and I we do take chlorophyll, liquid chlorophyll. Mm -hmm. But we usually take all our like healthy liquids like mushrooms and the chlorophyll in the morning so should i be taking the chlorophyll at night then before bed you can it for the you, you can never overdo chlorophyll okay like that's the one thing it's like how they talk about um was it sea moss so you want mm -hmm. me to turn green you can literally, <laughs> like your body's just gonna end up with more magnesium in the system mm -hmm. and the thing is when for just humans in general, because mm -hmm. we're always in a stress state, the activity of stress period depletes your magnesium stores, mm. like immediately. So when your body gets, when you, the moment you go find stress, whether uh -huh. it's like a dog attacking you or your bill is late. You know what? I got too much. I ate too much chlorophyll. I'm gonna go look at my bills. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> it's like when you, yeah. when the moment you stress, your your magnesium stores completely deplete. Yeah. And what happens is what your body does is because it knows that you can't have magnesium stores too low for too long, it'll draw magnesium from your bones and from your muscles. Mm. And it, the reason is if it's low for too long, you immediately go into a heart attack. Mm. So it goes, oh, okay, we're not gonna do that. So it just draw magnesium uh -huh. from the bones, draw from the muscles. So now your bones yeah, get weaker. Uh -huh. Oh man, your muscles get more tired. Yeah, mm -hmm. So what we do is like everyone is magnesium deficient because everyone is stressed, especially in this like this time, in yeah. this time frame. Yeah. So what we do is like have more of the foods, have more of your magnesium supplements, things like that. Or I always tell people just do an Epsom salt bath. Mm. Oh yeah, it does have magnesium. Right. I didn't really <clears throat> think of it like that. Your skin is the biggest organ on your body. Right. Mm -hmm. So when people, the, the, the Epsom salt bath is probably the most underrated health piece in the world. I forgot about it myself. Yeah, right? I forgot about that. That's you guys remember that mm -hmm. um, science experiment we used to do in school where you put like ink in a little bag? And then you put it in another set of little thing of water and you watch the ink come uh, out through uh, the bag? Uh -huh. Yeah. So that happens with the body when you're sitting in a, a Epsom salt bath. Mm. So when you're sitting in that water for over 20 minutes, what happens is your body doesn't know the difference between your bloodstream and that water because the pH are the same. Mm. So all the toxins that are in your system come out through your pores into that water and all the magnesium that's in the water goes comes through in. your pores into your body, which is the reason why the body gets so exhausted after Epsom salt bath. Mm -hmm. and you want to sleep. You go right to sleep. Yeah. Because this, wow. all this <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. In the Changing system. it up. Uh -huh. And now the system is no longer stressed, and it just had a massive detox. Mm -hmm. So the body's like, shut down. 
mm. go to sleep in the same. I need to happens. recharge. Wow. That's why Caribbean people talk about go take a sea bath because the same thing happens in the ocean. Oh snap! Mm. Now it's starting to click. <laughs> right. So they knew it, but we just didn't know, didn't know why. why. They did. why? Uh-huh. So that's the thing. Knowing why changes yeah. so much. That's why, like, I ask questions a lot, and people are like, well, just do it. Are you supposed to do this? No, I like to know why. Because yeah, yeah. then it changes how I react to it. Yo, it changes how, why we want to go to the beach. Why we think going to the beach is so relaxing. And because then, it actually right, is. And why every and time you go to the beach, you, you want to go home and you tie it. Or everybody blames <laughs> it on the sun. It's not the sun. Uh-huh. It's not the sun. That right. makes a lot of sense. It's like that magnesium thing is huge. Guys, go go make go sure home. you uh, get some. So what's other ways you could, before we switch gears, what's other ways you can get magnesium? So you said the Epsom salt bath. Leafy greens. On the li- the leafy leafy greens, greens, the liquid chlorophyll. Uh-huh. Is there anything else? Or those are like the big, major, easiest thing. So yeah. we, we, another we, hack. We, what women love. Okay, okay. This is the women hack. This hmm. is the reason why hmm. the moment they hit this cycle, they start to crave the chocolate. So chocolate is a magnesium. Dark that's why chocolate, I like dark right? chocolate. That's, I love mm-hmm. dark chocolate. So they Maybe start, that's why. Their bodies are going through that, and it's recognizing that, oh, my gosh, I'm low on magnesium. And they're extremely low on magnesium. Because they're losing iron, too, right? right? Mm-hmm. So now their body goes, I'll sit here and eat all of this chocolate. One is giving, is providing the comfort mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're getting that magnesium. And now your body's like, oh. <laughs> Could we always feel better once you get that chocolate? Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, got it. So, so dark chocolate, liquid chlorophyll, um, leafy greens, Epsom salt bath. Epsom mm. salt nice. Baths. And and these are easy, obtainable things people right. can do like right now. Mm-hmm. Correct. I'm I'm always about what you can do that's not tied to a product mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Uh, I still suffer from migraines heavily. Like mm-hmm. my mom did, everybody in my family did, and I remember when I went pro. That was the time when they took off a specific one off the uh, um, shelves. And it was like recalled for like two uh, years. Uh-huh. And now I'm a person who suffers from migraines. And the you only thing use. that works uh-huh. is no longer available. Mm. Mm. And I was in Barbados at the time. And I remember learning about, one, the sea bath. Mm. I remember learning about if I had enough, a certain amount of coconut water, that it would actually reset my blood um, blood level and pH to where I was born. So I think it's like if you have 12 coconuts mm. back to back, it'll actually reset your blood pH to the level of when you were born. So so drink. Is that kind of like an apple a day? Like a coconut a day? It's like a, but they talk <laughs> about no, no. one sip. So oh, you know seat. how you tell me don't drink the whole liter of coconut water? Yeah. Oh no, I could drink the whole liter now. Yeah, those coconut <laughs> water is expensive. <laughs> it's <right>? good. <laughs> see, this is the thing. You also got to think manufactured uh, versus like the actual coconut from the tree you're right listen can we stick to fitness <laughs> <laughs> let's go. let me stop let me stop but uh so this is a this is um let me see last two things before i want to switch to fitness too because i want to talk about the weights and everything but um so think about the magnesium and the input output right um actually this morning you was talking about earthing Oh, and yes. and I kind of <laughs> thought about that same process with earthing. So can yes. you explain earthing and how that works? Ah, so we're constantly we're in a technological age. Uh huh. Everything that we are around has an actual electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. And every time you come into contact with an electromagnetic field, it will change how your physiology responds. 
and is responding for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So we have cell phones, laptops, um, surge protectors, TVs, mm-hmm. all of these different things, Wi-Fi. They're constantly bombarding us with all of these different types of like electrons, um, electrons, neutrons, all those different things. Mm-hmm. So when you touch a tree, when you stand barefoot in the grass um, without your shoes, what your body is doing is allowing the earth, which is a bigger electromagnetic fi- like magnetic field, to absorb all of those things from your body. It grounds you, literally. Grounds you. So what ends up happening is now you become in this space of like less i think what they did the, they did the study and the way they, the way they did the studies they tested someone's blood mm. they said all right let's test their blood before we pick them outside and when they looked at the blood it was like clumped clotted it was like moving very slow through the vessels and they had them go outside for 10 minutes and then they had them come back inside they came back inside they pricked it again and all the blood's just like flowing 10 right minutes crazy and it just goes to show like one we're, we're water blood is water like mm-hmm. all these cells in our body are water and if you put frequencies any electromagnetic frequency next to water yep. it will change the it way reacts. that water behaves uh-huh. mm-hmm. so it's doing the same thing in your body just on a grand scale That's and crazy. you're not paying attention you don't realize what's going on you don't realize it ex- unless you're being highly aware because now mm. you start to think about well, how did my emotions change? Mm-hmm. How I, I thought I was very energetic, but I remember being getting real sleepy after just leaving that room where all the electromagnetic stuff was. So at my job when I was at David Barton, we had this closet that we were all sleeping uh-huh. when it was time to go take a nap. <laughs> it was the electronic closet. Mm. So it was where all of the Wi-Fi centers and search protections uh-huh. for the entire building were. And we would always sleep in this room. For years we slept there. And I remember coming out there oh, being man. exhausted, but it would make me think that I just had really good sleep. <sighs> and it wasn't until I found out about earthing and grounding, I was like, this room was like <laughs> destroying <laughs> me. Like I was in a that microwave. That was the epicenter of everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know that's how, uh, you know that's how the microwave was founded, right? No. Like uh, this, uh, so somebody was in... Um, more or less, right? I don't know the like true true story, but more or less, somebody was like in the studio like this. Mm-hmm. But of course, back then they had everything electronic, right? right? So what he had was his like sandwich right by all the machines, and when he came to it during lunch, he would see like the cheese was melted, and never knew why. That's insane. And then discovered it was because it. I know, right? And it was. <laughs> discovered because all the electromagnetic from all these machines stacked was getting these microwaves mm-hmm. to the sandwich but it's it's that's it's so interesting to me because that's how so many things are made by this they always go we have this pill and it helps you grow your hair back but they were trying to like cure lawns <laughs> <laughs> that's not what it was for that's they were like oh this other belief they talk about like all the the male enhancement pills. I remember they those pills were meant to do something else, mm-hmm. and they just happened to find out it's that like, oh, it worked for that. Cool. Oh, let's <laughs> market it for that. <laughs> so it's, crazy. So it's a, it's so interesting, and I remember finding out the statistic that electricians they say electricians have the lowest lifespans. Oh wow! Because they're con- they spend their entire work life dealing with different electromagnetic fields, mm. so it's constantly distorting their natural field. Oh, wow. And the longest lifespan is a beekeeper. 
Oh yeah, I know about oh, that one. Wow. I know that. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like because bee, bees because. don't fly, they levitate. So they emit a frequency that yeah. allows their body to float. Yeah. And that frequency, when you're working around it all the time, is actually helping. And it's, yeah, That's I know about crazy. that. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like oh my God. It's like, it's like, when you find out what's going on in the world, <laughs> you start looking at things differently. Mm-hmm. Now now I'm going to go contribute to saving the bees. Yeah. Because that's a real thing, right? See why saving I love natural, like, I don't get honey, honey from the yeah. stores. I hate honey from the stores, but I go to the farmer's market and get those, that raw, that's my favorite. Actually, there's, um out here in Long Island, um your bee lady. I don't know. The oh, she of, is over here. Yeah. What is her name? The company, it's at home, but I don't know it off you the know, top of my head. I get caught off guard and I can't. Think my, bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> B lady will find you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's uh, I can't think so right we now. get honey. I don't know the name. It's on our products at home, but we and she's out in Long Island, mm-hmm. but she sells how I say it natural honey straight from the bees butt Mm -hmm. and she infuses like natural ginger natural pollen natural elderberry um, elderberry and everything like that it's amazing and actually she's the reason why so this is the first year i had allergies i never had allergies before honey grams honey grams there you go (laughs) it just popped up sorry (laughs) with a z at the end guys honey grams so first time i had allergies so we went oh uh, jay went up to her and was like you know he got allergies what can we do mm-hmm. and they were like take three pollens a day three see grains. how your body reacts and then eventually take a little bit more more up to a teaspoon once mm-hmm. you get up to a teaspoon take a teaspoon a day okay. i did that for a month gone like i never <laughs> i mean it still comes back a little bit but, but overall, gone. yeah. See, overall like, gone. I love my, love my bees. And I took uh, the teaspoon of honey with cinnamon and cayenne. Too. I, I still run from bees, but <laughs> I love bees. <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm, I'm going to put the jacket on, whatever that little white thing that I have with the hat. <laughs> and just stand and just, just like this, right? I, I, no, I'll be scared. I can't I'm going to be honest. I don't like the things crawling on me, so you, I'll freak you out. Know, you know what it is? I don't think for me is like them crawling on me. Yeah, I'll be a freak. But it's the noise. Because you'll just hear I, I think uh, if I have the suit on, I'll be fine. My thing is this. If one gets in, it's over. It, it's I'm going to panic, and I'm going to knock the whole thing off, and then all of them going to get in. And, you know, they like to go in your mouth and everything. Oh, like, I seen that movie My Girl and when Macaulay oh, Culkin. Yeah. Yo, I've been afraid of these since. But And then you had, uh, oh, what's his name with the, all the bees? Scary movie. Candyman. Candy oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Listen, he was he was chewing on those bees. I don't know how he did that scene. <laughs> Y'all can have that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, they need that's when they need the CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you ain't putting that on me. I was like, listen, I'm not gonna be. That's not when I'm gonna be, be Jackie having, Chan and be my own stuntman. <laughs> they be having coming stunt devils, and some people do it. Like I don't know if they did it like Fear Factor or one of those shows. They no, nope, no, 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 and they be doing the whole arm thing too. And they be nope. Oh, Listen. oh, the whole arm thing is when they hold the queen. Oh yeah, yeah, in yeah. Their hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and they all get all your... the bees flock to protect yeah. the queen. Oh my yeah. god! They squash her, then they all stab. Oh yeah, no! no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> you straight gone. <laughs> nope. But so it's interesting. You said something earlier. We talk about allergies mm-hmm. and the reason why allergies exist. 
are because in our cities we only plant male trees mm. female trees produce fruit male mm. trees so produce it's, it's always the females right of so course ain't it the females wait, wait, don't don't finish your no, sentence no no i'm uh, not I going there i was something. just gonna say because he says female plants but ain't that the same with like weed not being funny the weed is the yeah. is the one where you get the thc mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. so, like, so think of it mm-hmm. in a forest you have trees that give you pollen and then you have trees that bear fruit mm-hmm. so it's the males that kill us huh so because we because this is why our, i won the battle in our inner cities <laughs> it has been engineered to only plant male trees because we want to control the supermarket and food population mm-hmm. selfish because we want because Sounds of like capitalism, a sexist conversation selfish it's, it's like because it is of capitalism mm-hmm. what we've done is we've placed and who ran that allergies. selfish wow because all you need to do is plant female female trees that bear fruit and all that pollen would just go to the tree to make more fruit look at that that's crazy yeah, all these guys running it, around it, and it's all like guy trees running and it's around. like uh just you saying that i'm thinking about everything connected to a female right so they give birth they give life yeah and it goes why you go to other countries and you don't feel your allergies mm. because there's not mm. that much pollen because there's tons of female mm. trees you walk down the streets in jamaica or in the caribbean and there's Pick a mango, mm-hmm. pick a this, plantain, That's blah, blah, blah. All right. these things. So their again. backyards have female trees. Our backyards has male trees. Selfish. Well, they have both. <laughs> <laughs> they have both, and we just got one. Yeah, mm-hmm. See? That's, That's You just crazy. proving why I'm better than y'all. That's it. <laughs> nah, nah. There was no fruit producing. There was no fruit producing off that, oh, off those dances and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but switching gears, <laughs> gears. right? Because uh, we definitely want to give people some more nuggets about fitness. But now that we're talking, we went uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. We went, um, you know, nutrition. I want to go to the weights in the gym, things that everybody freight away from. And I want to yeah. start this segment with one of your very own quotes, which mm. I love. Right. And I want to break this down is that you said that raising the weight isn't the only way to progress sometimes the goal needs a smarter approach mm. yes did you know you said that you look <laughs> nah, let me it was, it was <laughs> interesting. No, I, was like, was I was like me? i was like which which quote is he gonna <laughs> go by you know so, it's interesting because when when people will quote you you'll feel like man like who was that who said that right? i said so, that <laughs> so, um, so you said that so i just want to first talk about you know now getting into the gym or even working out at home with or without weights like and I know everybody is different, but what did you mean by that? By a smarter approach? Because everybody wants to lift heavy or assume that they mm-hmm. need to lift heavy. Hmm. So there's layers to that particular quote, and w- the layers are this. There are several ways to progress when you are working out. You can raise the resistance, which is raising the weight. You can increase the amount of time that you're under a specific resistance, Mm-hmm. which is just slowing down the weight, the, the time that you're actually lifting that weight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. intentionally. Or there are what we just call in changing the angles or you actually just keep things under resistance, like holding it. So a lot of times when I'm training clients, there's things that I'll do where I'll say, well, we're going to do only 10 reps, but for every rep is going to take 10 seconds. 
to complete. Mm. Mm. I felt that. <laughs> Versus <sighs> me going, you know what, we're just gonna move just, you from 20 to 30 pounds. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason that I do that is, one, for people who are just now starting the workout process, they get their biggest fear is just getting injured, especially when it comes to weights, because they hear about all these people who get injured lifting yeah. weights, so that's their fear. So I'll go, we're gonna work with 10 pounds when 10 pounds is challenging, and the moment that I realize that 10 pounds isn't challenging, I just changed the approach now. Mm. You have to now slow down, master right. 10 pounds slow. Now you have to master 10 pounds with a pause. And by the time that you've mastered all those and I move you to 20, you feel s mentally and emotionally strong Stronger. enough to handle 20. <clears throat> because a lot of times you're just fighting people's emotions. Yeah, the yeah. And it's the most raw human place you'll ever be. Yeah. Because it's, it's painful, it's addressing your fears, it's addressing mm -hmm. your vulnerabilities, your mm -hmm. insecurities. So my goal when I'm training people is always to make sure that I give them the power to be behind the steering wheel. Positive so reinforcement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're gonna get the 10, we're gonna master the 10 under three different settings, and then we'll move to the 20. We're gonna master that under three different settings. Mm -hmm. So by the time you get to a weight that you originally thought was impossible, I know, not I don't, I'm not guessing, I know you can handle it. Yeah. So when I give you 50 to 60 or 70 pounds, now you're like, okay, I know that I can do this because the process that we've gone through, this means that I'm in the second part of the process, like where I'm just lifting the weight and now I'm doing it slower. And all of those things help people out because it allows them to now have a, like a structure for fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, when I'm gonna get myself to being able to be in the gym and lift heavy weights, the moment that I recognize this thing is heavy, I'm gonna go through my regular rapes and then I'm gonna slow it down. And you can literally change that throughout the workout mm -hmm. or throughout your week. So it's like those are the ways to master the body and how to master those programs. And you work at it a smarter way as opposed to the brute force ways of just keep pushing past Always it. trying right. to like <coughs> Yeah. <coughs> it's more about the mindset versus, versus just versus the weight versus the actual action when you yeah. change the mindset no matter what you put in front of them, they can do it because they have that confidence now yeah. but you have to change the mindset yeah. like mm -hmm. everything from the food the f health like everything you've been talking about so far everything boils down to the, the mindset the mindset that like you have to really work on the mindset and people forget people use that as last that's yeah. the first thing that you have to work on mm -hmm. yeah. and it's and the, the thing is with the mindset is you will you will never be in a space <clears throat> where those fears are gone. What will mm -hmm. happen is you go from those fears controlling you to being aware of them to going, wow, they're controlling me for a week. They're controlling me for a day. They're controlling me for an hour. I instantaneously caught the thought about to control me uh -huh. and I've been able to change yeah. something. And that's how it works. So they always talk about this thing, my mentor, um, if you guys ever get a chance to come to the city, Inc. East, it's called Initium mm -hmm. Novum Club. Mm -hmm. It's on 75th between 2nd and 3rd Avenue. His motto is training is a metaphor for life. Mm -hmm. It's like, as you do things in training, it allows you to, it mirrors the way life works for you. Yeah. So you can actually start to see like, oh, like you were saying earlier, it's mindset going along with the training. It's mindset going along with right. the nutrition. It's mindset mm -hmm. going along with all of these different things that allow you to go, all right, I've now, because I've mastered being under 200 pounds, I now know what it feels like to be under pressure. 
I know Literally. what it feels like to be in, under a space of fear and still accomplish something. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like to be in a space where I think it's impossible to get something done, and I do it three times after. Right. Yep. Yep. It's kind of like a, well, you know the whole uh, cold shower method. Like yeah. once your body's under stress, under the cold shower, you're actually preparing your body for real stress. Yeah. So does that translate to weights as well? Like yeah. you put your body under stress with weights so now outside of the gym you can handle correct that same uh, stress correct mm-hmm. i used to joke with a client of mine i would say he'd be like why do you squat i was like i'm a black man i'm a black man with the weight of his on his uh, with the weight of the world on, on his, his shoulders <laughs> <laughs> of course i gotta squat <laughs> it's like, like it makes that. the world lighter for me i like but, that mm-hmm. but it's like the the whole idea is that as you push yourself in one setting it allows you to recognize your ability to push yourself other places yeah like when you're an expert in something you recognize the expertise in other people because of how far it took you into your field mm. so it's like oh man because i'm so great at coaching or i'm so great at training when i see a dancer i'm like wow she's a master at her body uh-huh. mm-hmm. when i see a race car driver wow he's a master mm-hmm. at that craft when i see somebody captivate a room i'm like wow they're a master at communication yeah yeah, like yeah, you start to recognize this. Like it leaves, what they say, success leaves it clues. clues. Yeah, uh-huh. success leaves clues. Success leaves clues, and it, and it's crazy, right? Because this was one of my questions too. Um, just in the gym and everything, like you said, you you were squatting, right? So I was watching your IG live, and you were squatting like nothing, squatting like nothing. But when you came to one of your reps, you stopped, and he was like, "I'm gonna put the weights down," and the reason why is because I'm listening to my body. Yes. So what are like, when I'm at the gym, you know, people are feeling in pain, ankle, but they're still trying to push past it because they think, oh, okay, I'm just under stress. But how can you determine stress versus I'm going to, I'm about to hurt myself? Because like you said, people hurt themselves Mm -hmm. at the gym, especially the beginners. Correct. So what does listening to you, if you can put it into words? Oh, yeah. Like what does listening to your body look like or Mm -hmm. feel like? Ah, so even as a trainer, like there's specific questions you'll ask. You're like, they're like, ah, this hurts. You're like, ah, all right. Do you are you feeling a sharp hurt, like a knife? Are you feeling like a burning? Do you feeling something electricity? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just like it's it's like it's tired, it's burning. Oh, so that's that's the normal hurt. Got it. That's the thing that continues to keep growing things. But when you feel something electric, when you feel something like a sharp shooting pain, mm-hmm. those are things that tell you that something's wrong. Or when you're in a space of knowing what you're supposed to be feeling. You go, well, no, I'm not feeling that. Like for me today, what was happening was the moment I went under that weight, uh-huh. the first thing that I felt grab was not any of my muscles and my legs and my glutes or my back. It was my pelvic floor, like right in the perineum. Uh-huh. And I was like, God, yeah, yeah. this is my body preparing for survival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you better listen to me now or you're going to be <laughs> sorry. you be paying for it. Right. Uh-huh. And like because I've, I've torn my pelvic floor and all these different things, like I know. The moment that I felt that I was like, this isn't where my body wants to be right now. Mm-hmm. And I can put, of course, I can push past here. The only thing past here is either an injury or discomfort for the rest of the day. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I have nothing to prove. And I think that's probably the biggest thing in fitness is there's nothing to prove. Wow. It's, it's literally like, wow. say that again because yeah. people think they have to prove it. Right. Prove in, everything. Yeah. And in, in fitness, in health. <laughs> There is nothing, nothing to, to prove. prove. Wow. You have another day to lift. You have another. You have 
all of this time because all you're doing is basically you're in a conversation with your body. Now, this is the thing. When you're in a dictatorship with your body, <laughs> we clearly know how dictatorships run. No one's happy. And that's mm -hmm. what happens with your body. Your body becomes unhappy. So we become a dictator of our body beyond what we're supposed to be doing. And oh, yeah. then we make the body unhappy, and that's how it reacts. Oh, yeah. After I, I went through this breakup in, I think, 2018. And I remember, like, through 2018, 2019, I used to, like, torture myself in mm -hmm. the gym. Like, people would watch me from afar, and they would be like, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's wrong with him? What's going on? But for me, it <clears throat> was me trying to feel more pain physically than I was feeling emotionally. Trying to mm. erase that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I mean, I couldn't listen to music with words. Like, my music was superhero and supervillain music. Yeah. That was it. Just mm -hmm. tones. I think I listened to was the... Um, Jiren from Dragon Ball Super. I listened to his, <laughs> his, oh, yeah. theme, song his theme song on repeat yep. for 10, 20, mm -hmm. two hours sometimes just lifting because for me, I needed to physically feel something. And I remember at that point, like I looked amazing physically, but internally yeah. I was in shambles and I started to get like how important it was to be able to listen to my body and have the conversation with it as opposed mm -hmm. to telling it what to do all the time. So what do you do for the people who are listening? So what do you do when those things happen? Do I switch my workouts? Do I just stop? Do I go to the next workout? Like uh, When you get to the space <clears throat> of like feeling something, feeling something yeah. show up in your body. So there's always, you never, you don't always have to change the workout or the exercise. Sometimes you have to change your intention. So I didn't change, as you saw, I didn't change the workout. Are you feeling overwhelmed with your finances? Do you feel like you're barely making it paycheck to paycheck? Or are you unsure where your money is going each month? Maybe you're drowning in debt and don't know how to get out? Or you're struggling to find the right insurance for you and your family? Perhaps you're just thinking about retirement and worried that you don't have enough saved up. Fear no more because help is here. United Agency is a financial firm who can help you put a plan in place for all of those things. And the best part is completely complimentary. That's right, we want to help you get ahead financially and in life because you deserve it. Whether you need help with budgeting, saving, tracking your money, finding the right insurance policies, planning your kids' education, building wealth, retirement planning or estate planning to protect your assets and your family's future our team is here to help you click the link in the show notes to schedule a one-on-one -on -one and take control of your finances and your future keep listening we'll see you soon i went back to a lower weight yeah, and i started to that. concentrate mm. on what it was that i was feeling push the hips back push the knees wide I want to drop my nose straight down as opposed to dropping my nose forward. And those were my concentration tools. That's what no one was seeing or that no one knew yeah, about what all was I, happening. Because all, all I heard you say was, oh, I have to listen to my body. You took off a weight and that's it. I'm like, well, he's just doing the same thing. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> and, and that's the great thing about when you watch like master trainers and anything that they do. It's super simple. It's super simple. A master trainer in finance is not giving you a whole bunch of bells and whistles. They go, these are the steps, steps. to financial uh -huh. health, yep. period. Yep. A master in like into anything intellectual. If you wanted to teach me anything that you're a master at, 
you have it broken down into simple steps. You have yep. to talk like mm-hmm. you're talking to a six-year-old. Yeah. Yep. We always say speak, speak client, not science. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's exactly what we do when we, when we financial coaching people. We're like, just do this. And it sounds so simple, but they struggle with that step. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're like, listen, just just sometimes, I'll give you an example. Sometimes we do tracking, tracking and budgeting for people. And we know, we don't say it, but we know it's going to get super emotional. Mm-hmm. So before they want to get to X, Y, Z, we say, okay, A, B, C is look at your bank account and just write the numbers down. That's all you got to do is copy it over. <laughs> yes. Right. And they can't get through that because now they're looking like, yeah, my rent is this. Yeah, my phone bill. Ooh, I bought this Amazon for 300. Uh-huh. Should I? Right. And they and they stop and uh-huh. they get all they fidgety and it. everything. It's like, right? well, I didn't add. No, no, no. Add everything. No, but but this was different because no, no, no. no added. <laughs> it's like, OK. We, we, we have to focus late. This is the laser focus part. And then when we get past that part, then we can get to C, D and E. Yeah. So definitely the challenge starts to become for everyone doing anything is they go. It has to be complicated because if it wasn't, I would have had it already. It has to like, bars. Like, I was gonna say, say it again. Yeah, it's like that's the whole idea. People go, it has success has to be complicated mm-hmm. because if it wasn't, everybody be successful. Mm-hmm. It, fitness and having that body has to be hard mm-hmm. because if not, everyone would have that body. Yeah. When yeah. there was a point in time where most when of us looked, was. had this yeah. body, yeah. and it was simple because it was just the regular, normal day to day movements. Yeah. And and you know what? You saying that too, because there's two or three things I want to get to before we wind down and wrap up is that uh, so people also always think they need to be an hour, hour and a half at the gym and everything, right? And then you have these like T25s, right? With Sean T, who had like 30 minute workouts, got results. But I seen that you had 15 minute workouts. Yes. that people could do so does time really make a difference like what what is the mindset behind that and everything because i'm like 15 <laughs> minutes i'm not gonna get nothing out of 15 minutes oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually <laughs> um so with that it's it's efficiency it's efficiency and anything over an hour is overkill mm. you're okay. overtraining the body and there are people who have overtrained enough that overtraining has become their normal. They're the outliers. Hmm. Okay. Those are the outliers. Anything past an hour is too much, especially if you're training efficient. Now, when I create something like a 15-minute workout, I have this thing called the Jam 5. The Jam 5 was me being able to obliter- obliterate any muscle group within five minutes. Mm-hmm. How is that? It's because efficiency. I'm attacking the muscle from three different angles. So now by the time you've done, let's say a chest press, a chest fly, and now a push up, you've hit that muscle mm-hmm. three it's different ways. Yeah. And it's only been about five minutes. Mm. And now we're gonna take that to another two exercises. So now we did upper body, we've done lower body, we've done your core, that's only 15 minutes there. Yeah. And it's very efficient. <clears throat> it's funny enough, the way I created that 15 minute program mm-hmm. was 
And my coach in Florida used to tell me I was fat all the time. He's like, you got to lose weight. One of my even one of my teammates called, told me I had auntie hips. You fat? I, I can't. <laughs> I can't imagine you Not fat. Auntie Yo, hips. Yeah. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> told me I had auntie hips. Like we were, they were roasting somebody else, and I chimed. They, I chimed in on See? it, and he was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not talking about me." And he called me auntie hips. And so I've always had this physical kind of shape to my body, which in track and field isn't great because it's always a leaner look. Mm-hmm. So this is me at like 183. But when I was running, I was like 149, 153. So like much, much leaner than I am now. And because he wanted me to lose weight, I had it that, all right, Jamal, I'm already at practice with him for these like two or three hours. Um, I would come back home and my entrance into the house was that workout. Mm. I created mm. that workout as my means to giving myself a entry fee into my house to make sure I've done enough work. Mm. And it was like a cardio space um, and a couple of different movements like push-ups, squats, things like that. And by the time you finish the whole three rounds of it, it was only 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And okay. I remember I would give it to my clients when they were late. So I had clients who would show up like 45 minutes late. And they'd be like, oh, my gosh, I bet there's nothing we can do right now. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I got you. No. There's got something you. we can do. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you sure? Like, there's, there's no way where I'm going to get a great workout. And then we would do it. And they'd be like, I'm never going to be late again. <laughs> <laughs> I will be on time. They had no time to my rest. Bad. Right? Like, there's no time to rest. Like, you basically, we go from one thing to the next thing. I think I give them like a minute or two minutes pro- between sets. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. Mm-hmm. And efficiency is what creates the body. It's not the time of your working mm-hmm. out. It is not the actual movement. It is the efficiency of the movement. That's like what that. Yeah. Which is really good because whew, saying like people working nine to fives, like yeah. are you really working nine to five? Mm-hmm. Are you being busy? Are you being productive, right? right? Imagine if we actually worked as hard mm-hmm. as we could possibly work from nine, nine all the way to five. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. we would work forty hours a week. No. It would mm-hmm. be maybe like ten or fifteen. Yes. Right? Because we're busy fake checking emails and fake researching you right just talking about me versus like, just getting it in and get out right right get in get out isn't that what that book the 40 out four hour work week is all about yes oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah great it's book like basic great book it's like what they're telling you is like efficiency you can be more efficient by doing understanding that the amount of work you're putting in one place is you probably have like 90 percent or 80 percent fluff Yep. So a lot of times why I tell people, I'm like, you really can't last more than an hour training with me because I'm like, I'm being very efficient. Mm-hmm. So because right. I'm so efficient, like you start feeling the way you would feel in an hour workout around 20, 30 minutes of training with me. You're like, I've already hit that point. You yeah. mean there's another half hour left? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And by the time they can, they're going off into their life and they're so strong and they feel so empowered. I have a client now. She every time she comes in, she's like, look at my back <laughs> because I, I told her the one thing in fitness, the one thing, the one body part in your body that you can only work on it. You're not born with it is the back. It's the one watching place. that change. Mm-hmm. I like seeing when people do that backs. You did yours too. Yeah. Yeah. You see the backs. You see the difference. And yeah, yeah. I've I seen your transition. And mm-hmm. It's just like crazy. I'm telling you, it's all of my clients. The one thing I always told them I was like, I'm going to take a picture of your back now. 
and I'm going to take a picture of your back. Because there are some people who are born with great arms. Mm -hmm. There are women who are born with great legs and great mm -hmm. calves. Mm -hmm. There are people who have great chest. They always already have mm -hmm. that. A back you cannot Never thought be born about that. with. Mm -hmm. A back you have to work on. It's like, no, mm -hmm. I'm fit. Let me see a back. Turn around. <laughs> turn around. <laughs> Let me turn see. <laughs> You mm. was fit, but you ain't fit no more. Mm -hmm. I, I now, see I need, now I know his trick. Let me see your back. All right, you need a personal trainer? <laughs> yeah. Got it. And that's why I show people. I'll go, I'll show people like my ex's transformation or my younger clients mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. the clients I have now. And I always show them like, this is where they were. This is what it looks like. Because if you see somebody walking away, you're like, wow, that person's back is so in shape. Wow. Like check out the back. <laughs> like we see it nowadays with women. Like there's just some women who just have naturally great legs. Mm -hmm. Naturally, they walk up and downstairs. I saw an old woman on an Instagram once. Her <laughs> calves look amazing. I didn't think. It, I thought she was a young woman based off the calves. And they panned up. This woman had to be about ninety years old. Ooh, get ahead, grandma. I was like, get about. it, grandma. Did you flirt with her? No, she and, was old, yeah. <laughs> I looked at those. He could have slid like, in the DM. I'm <laughs> hey, I'm a personal trainer. I just want to say you got sexy legs, girl. <laughs> Listen, the, 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 I've learned one thing about the whole idea of fitness is that men want to be like you when you're a trainer. They want to be like you, mm -hmm. and the women want to be with you. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like how your billboards mm -hmm. is made up. Like, are you physically attractive enough that I'm attracted to you? Of course, then, you know what? Mm -hmm. I might want to train with you. Then it becomes, for the men, it's like, I want to look like that. I want to be that guy. I wanna, yeah, I want my chest to look like that. I want my back <laughs> to look like that. Mm -hmm. Hey, come train me. <laughs> <laughs> and interesting. It, and it, it, it exists that, that way. And it's all a psychology. And I was going to say, I, you know your demographic, and you know how to market your niche. Mm -hmm. Correct. Because this... I'm 5'5". Five five. There's people who I train are like 6'5". Mm -hmm. And they're like, man, I just want to look like you. And I'm like, this is a say, I actually want to look like you. you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Johnny, you got one of them Jack and a Bean <laughs> I just want to be 5'7". That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I've got big goals for height. I got. I feel like it smells different up there. That's my whole Hey, life. hey, 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 <laughs> hey. Hey, the air. I know the air is a little thin up here, but chill. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we probably got enough. For maybe one more question yeah and well we talked about a lot but i thought this was an interesting thing and we can end on this note that um so i was reading one thing and then it made me think of you too that like everything you eat today your skin is in 21 days correct oh, right yeah. correct but then you talked about the seven year body correct and how your body changes every seven years. And I know, you know, with mindset, health, how we're eating today, getting fit today is for the future me, Correct. right? We're not doing it for the today me, but what is this seven year body and like, what does that look Ooh. like? Mm -hmm. So and like mm -hmm. what that is. The seven year body is yeah. that literally every seven years you have a brand new body. Oh, so he knows this very well. <laughs> so I do. I do. So you basically, like, I'll give you the one-year structure. Mm -hmm. So your brain renews itself and rebuilds itself every one year. Every year. Your stomach lining is every five days. Mm -hmm. Your liver, I believe, is every three months. Mm -hmm. Your skin is 21 days. 21 days. Mm -hmm. Your bones is every four months you have a new skeletal, skeletal mm -hmm. structure. Okay. Um, so all of this 
in and of itself. All this means is that if you spend the next, let's say, three months strength training, you have now built the density of your bones completely different. So for a person that has osteoporosis and they spend that time lifting, they now have a denser structure to their bones huh. in four to three to four months. Okay. Now they have this now much more denser, stronger bones. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your eating. The more you're consuming nutrient-dense food, you're rebuilding the stomach, stomach lining. lining. Your skin is basically just a matter of like what you've been eating, just showing, especially in your hair and your nails. So now psoriasis, eczema, dandruff, all those things start to become non-existent mm. due to the fact that you've been eating all of these nutrient-dense foods because all of these ailments are just malnutrition or nutrient deficiencies it's a lack of something a mm -hmm. lack of something so the body's going haywire and you're experiencing it in the body and it's showing up in these different ways so i always tell people it's like you want your health to take a different turn is basically create that same outcome like by when by the end of the year this is what i want and then you start creating the structures in your life yeah. to take things out and add things in a lot of times when we're thinking about building a newer body we think about taking stuff out mm -hmm. and subtracting from my life i'm not going to eat this anymore mm -hmm. i'm not going to do this anymore and every time you do that you create the rebound effect back to the original space mm. is, is this why and i know sorry to cut you off but is this why right because you also got a um ebook with the changing the one meal a week Yes. Versus First cold turkey. You know, yes. the cold turkey and everything like that. Correct. So instead of taking something out completely, maybe just switching it for one meal a week Correct. instead of cold turkey or changing everything and then eventually I can still eat my fried chicken, but don't make it as often or mm -hmm. anything right. like that. Got it. I'm understanding. Now you're making like I'm reading what you're putting out, but yeah. now you're bringing it together here with us. Yes. And it, it's like it basically started with, like I said, my daughter's mother, she had an autoimmune. Mm -hmm. uh, she has an autoimmune. And when we were together, I remember we went alkaline mm -hmm. for a while and we were having a hard time. We were arguing one day and I was like, wait, I was like, I was like, hold on question. I was like, do you know how to eat on this diet? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, no, no, seriously, do you know? And she was like, no. I was like, oh, okay, now this makes perfect sense. We're we're arguing because we're in two different stages. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm on chapter four, and right. you're in the introduction. Right. Yeah. Perfect. So let me go back to the introduction, and let's create a plan on how we get here. So I was like, what we can do is we'll make one meal a week that's alkaline. We can learn how to master that mm -hmm. meal together. And then the next week will, or the next month, we'll transition into two meals mm -hmm. out the week. And then by the end of the year, we have now made 12 meals out of the week are now alkaline by the end of the mm. year. Mm. I love that. Just mm -hmm. slow progression. Slow progression. Right. Because the thing is, it's like, they always talk about, um, I think, is it the frog? The f a, a frog in a boiling pot of water. It's like, if you just turn it all the way up, the frog jumps out. But if you just slowly keep turning up the water, heat, temperature, that frog would eventually stay in the water and boil. Mm. Why? Because he doesn't recognize it's getting hot. And the thing is, when you That's want success, so, oh, yeah, yeah. you 
sometimes have to, <clears throat> unfortunately, um, it's hard to say this, but I'd usually, like, I'd spend the time tricking the mind of, like, I'm going to slowly transition me into these things so that I learn to master them and feel comfortable with them as opposed to just going, I'm going to switch everything all at once. Mm-hmm. So I don't even, I don't actually even have a conversation about food with my clients until the third month of working with them. Mm-hmm. After the third month. I go, for this first three months, I want you to master physical activity. We'll have a conversation about food after, after. that. Right, makes right, sense. Right, right, right. Because makes if sense. I try to change your food and, and your... Uh-huh. You know, now you're putting too much on somebody. I'm putting too yeah. much, and they're going to um, immediately rebound back to where they were, and then they're going to stay stationary, because they're going to go, that success work. looks hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd rather stay here. But if I make it look easier and looks doable, well, one meal... One meal a I month. I can do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Word. That's all right. Game. We're on. <laughs> and now yeah, yeah. they get there and they start finding their success and they start feeling comfortable in their success and they start feeling like they created it. Because if you give someone success, they also they feel like if you gave it to me, I can lose it. Mm-hmm. If you gave it to me, I can do I it can again. Give it away. Amen mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. I created as mine, it never leaves me. Yep, I love that. Yeah. Yep. Well, definitely, definitely. There's so much more <laughs> I want to talk to you about, <laughs> but we definitely got to <laughs> wrap this up, and we're definitely going to bring you back on. Oh, of course. Because yeah. we definitely want to talk about more health and fitness and everything like that. But definitely. I did have one pressing question before we tell everybody um, – where to find you and everything and talk about your new 12-week program mm-hmm. that's coming up. But my pressing question is, because I saw that you seen Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, yes. right? So we went to go see it. Uh-huh. And the pressing question is, what house are you in? I'm always in Gryffindor. Whoa! Uh, see, I'm always a winner. I'm always a winner. Get out of here. What's interesting about that, people, Get out of here. As she raised her arm, I knew exactly what uh, I was uh, saying. Uh, 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 yes. She's, she's, she's so a DC am, fan. You felt it. Oh, yeah. The tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're DC fans, so see? we're big on DC. Um, but I see that you're a nerd because you talked yes. about Jiren, so we're nerds, too. Oh, yeah. And oh, we're yeah. going to Comic-Con, so maybe you should come with Ooh, us. Ooh, we so could go see I'm definitely coming with you. My brother, my younger brother's a graphic designer. Oh, nice. And he's, Ooh. like, huge in this, and he loves going. He's constantly drawing. And, like, he's actually the person who's created my logo and all these different things. And, like, this is his world. He draws comic books. Well, listen, we uh, get we, we get early up. access oh. to buy tickets. So, oh, I'm on. I, if go. you don't have the early access, we go together. Uh, I don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we got early access. So, um, we're about to wrap this up. Just tell people where they can find you on whatever platform. Where can they find you? Perfect. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Jamal Harding. I am. Um, once you see it, it'll say Lifestyle Transformation Coach, which is, again, that's Jamal Harding, I am. And on my website, jamct.com, which is J-A-M as in Mary C-T.com, mm-hmm. Joints and Muscles Corrective Training. Got it. And then we always like to give listeners uh, something special. So I know you have a, by the time this come out, you have a 12-week program mm-hmm. coming out. So is there anything special we could give to the listeners? Oh, yes. For everyone who is listening, if you 
email to jamalh at jamct.com. There is a 15% discount for you guys on the 12-week challenge. Ooh. The 12-week challenge is basically where you get a program designed by me to transform your body. On top of that, you get an entire workbook that goes along with it. Mm. The workbook goes along with your mindset, allowing you to get where you are, create where you want to be, and giving you the ability to take notes throughout the entire process. Got it. And yes. does it have to? And last thing, does it have to be in person? Because our listeners are everywhere. Oh no! This program, you actually download the program. You do the program at your own pace with your own workout time. Uh, what you do is you actually, from the moment you sign in and purchase the program, it sends you a Facebook accountability group link. Got it. So Got now it. you're in a group with everybody yes. who's going through the program with you. And they're sharing in their struggles right. and they're sharing in your successes. Right, right, nice, right. nice. So that's it, everybody. This is Jamal Harding, everybody's favorite, Jay, and her favorite, <laughs> <laughs> Sean uh Thank you for listening. We'll have everything in the show notes to yes, get that yes. 15% Follow off. Him, and with that being said, we'll see you next week. Bye.